So far, the Angels have been the most active team this offseason, but do these moves actually improve our team? Today, John and I will give you the answers that you need and the hope that you deserve as the best fans in the world. It's time to get Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Angel fans, the best fans in the world. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Every show is free and available on all platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And for those watching on YouTube, let us know that you're here. Give a like, a comment, make sure that you're subscribed. And then there's a little bell. Click that and you'll be notified every time a new episode drops. What's going on? Thank you for joining us for this episode of Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike and that's my brother John. Mike, we've been the busiest team in the offseason so far. We made three moves in the span of about a week and a half. And as Angel fans, we were thrilled. As longtime Angel fans, we were thrilled to see those moves being made because it shows a dedication to improving the team. The highest payroll the Angels have ever had in the history of the team going wow. into 2023 in the offseason is not even over yet. There are more moves to be made, according to Perry Manassian and others around the team in terms of signing more players, trading for more players, improving this team all the way around. But we wanted to take a timeout and pause and say how these free agent signings and trades have improved our team. And we're doing that based on the war, the wins above replacement that these players bring into the team for 2023. We're going to start with the moves that the Angels made. So Hunter Renfro was traded for from Mm -hmm. Milwaukee, and that was an exciting, exciting move. Mike Trout Jr. could be his clone, right? (laughs) Tyler Anderson was signed, and he had a big season with the Dodgers last year. And then Gio Urshela was traded for. He played for the Minnesota Twins, and he's really going to be a depth piece. But here's, Mm -hmm. here's what we've done. We've taken Renfro's stats, and we're going to compare them to the left field stats. Now, we know that he'll more likely play right field, but the reason why we traded for an outfielder is because we needed an outfielder and because we really struggled in left field. So it sounds like Ward's going to move over, Renfro's going to play right. But for the sake of our discussion today, we're going to focus on what the Angels did in left field, what the Angels did as the second starter, whoever was the second starter last season Mm -hmm. and what the angels did at second base and shortstop where Urshela will play most often. So Johnny, let's take a look at the war for each of those positions. I'll start us and talk about left field. Here's the combined war of the most prominent players that were in left field for us this last season. Mm -hmm. Some guy named Brandon Marsh played left field for us. I miss him too. Captain Caveman had a 1.6 war, Mm -hmm. and then he was traded away, but was pretty good for us. Joe Adele, who we've talked about really uh, like often on this show, and Mm -hmm. we're big fans, he struggled again last season. He had a negative 0.5 war Hmm. and then Mickey Moniak was traded for and when he came over his combined war for the season was negative one and then Aguilar Ryan Aguilar who was in the minor leagues and then was called up for a bit he played some left field for us he had a negative 0.3 war so those were the the four guys that were the most prominent left fielders for us last season. Mm -hmm. And they brought us a total combined wins above replacement, negative 0.5. 
to war, which is why <laughs> we needed an outfielder, Johnny. So that's that's the left field war. Johnny, why don't you talk about the most prominent number two starter for the Angels last season. Going into the season, we weren't expecting him to be the second starter, but they wanted to go right-left. They wanted to go Otani to this lefty, and that was Reed Detmers. He was the second starter following Otani the most in 2022. Mikey had a 2.4 war as a starting pitcher. I could see that number getting better yeah. in 2023 for sure. Yeah. And then we're going to focus on second base. The primary second baseman last season was Louis Renjifo, who had a really incredible season, his his best season of his career. And he had a 2.4 war also last season. So John, the total war from all of these players, all the left fielders that played, Reed Detmers and Louis Renjifo, is 4.6, which means that, according to this stat, this group of players added almost, almost five wins to the mm. team last season, and and that's why the Angels needed to make some moves, especially in the outfield, because we, we were on the struggle bus in left field in 2022. Yeah, going into the season, it was going to be some combination of Brandon Marsh and Joe Adele, and that quickly changed when Joe Adele was struggling at the beginning of the season. And so they relied on Brandon Marsh most of that time. They had Taylor Ward as a surprise right fielder coming into the season. Not a lot of us were expecting that. We thought, hey, it's the future is now. It's Brandon Marsh. It's Joe Adele. It's Mike Trout in center field. This is going to be great. And then Ward surprised us all. And then he has his big breakout. Yeah. And obviously he contributed to the outfield war because of how well Taylor Ward did. War, Ward, this is getting tricky. Uh, between Hunter Renfro, who will play right field, and Taylor Ward moving over to left field, he'll bring his war over to left field. And then we'll see Mike Trout in center field. I think that we're on the right track for improving this season. Then you think about Gio Urshela and playing some second base, most likely. He'll probably get a lot of time at first, especially if Jared Walsh is going to platoon against righties and not yep. hit against lefties because yep. we know how much he struggles against lefties and then if Anthony Rendon goes down you can see Urshela at third or if he just needs a day off you can see Urshela at third but considering that we had Renjifo at second base and that's probably where he'll figure in to play as well I mean like you said it was his best season 2.4 war I think we're on the right track here Mike the only thing I caution is it's great to look at war totals and see how much a, a player has added and how much value they've added to a team, but history is history, yep. and tomorrow's a mystery. That's what Roger Lodge says. <laughs> <laughs> so his, it's, it's in the past, right? And, and you can't count on previous war to set an expectation for the following year. In fact, I made that mistake with our bullpen. I yep. looked at 2021's bullpen and added up the war totals that were a part of that bullpen versus who was coming in to our bullpen this past season. And I, I, if I remember correctly off the top of my head, it was like they added 10 more, 11 more, 12 more games. It was pretty significant. Yeah. It yeah. was a significant jump. Obviously that wasn't the case in 2022 because a number of those guys struggled, even though they had past success. So a word of caution is when it comes to war, it's a great benchmark for what players have done 
But going into this season, I think you can feel a lot more confident with an outfield of Ward, Trout, and Hunter Renfro than some of the guys that we had to run out there in left this past season, especially like with Ryan Aguilar. I know we had like Monte Harrison in center field when Trout was down. So yeah. all of that added up to say, I think that we've we've significantly improved with the moves that we made so far in Tyler Anderson, Gio Rochella, and Hunter Renfro. Coming up on Locked on Angels, we're actually going to share the stats that prove that we have improved. And we're also going to ask the question, where will the Angels finish in 2023? But first, Locked on Angels is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer to esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, and you do, because you're here, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. We want to thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day, and for your second listen today, you got to check out Locked On Sports today because... They're going to give you all the games that matter the most, all the inside stories and biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with Locked On's local experts and insights that only the Locked On Podcast Network can provide. Locked On Sports Today is available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. We're looking at the deals, the trades, the signings that GMPM made this last few weeks and bringing in Hunter Renfro and Tyler Anderson and also trading for Gio Urshela. And we're using war as our guide, not our conscience, but our war as our guide. And, and yes, as John mentioned last segment, do have to be very... Uh, very careful with cautious? this, cautious yeah. with this, because it's not always the greatest indicator, but it is one of the best ways that we can evaluate if we've made some good moves. So, John, we shared last segment that the the players that played left field, the player that played second base, and then Reed Detmers, who was our prominent number two starter, added about five to six wins mm-hmm. to our team last season. Now Perry makes trades, and then Perry signs Tyler Anderson. Mm -hmm. How has this improved our team? Would you talk about Hunter Renfro and his war from last season? Yeah, again, in in left field, we had a total, out of four players in left field, we had a negative .2 wins above replacement. And Hunter Hunter Renfro brings a 2.7 war to the outfield this season, and that's going to be an improvement of two and a half war, two and a half games. Yeah. The Angels get two and a half more wins just by virtue of having Hunter Renfro out there. And with his arm in right field, you've seen some of the highlights. He can catch players. He can gun them down if they're trying to take a second base or if they're trying to stretch a single into a double. I'm looking forward to watching him in right field this season because he's got a cannon, Mike. And, you know, we had some expectations for Taylor Ward in right mm-hmm. field to really play well out, out there, mainly because he's a former catcher and a mm-hmm. former infielder with a cannon for an arm. But mm-hmm. it really didn't actually come across that way when he was playing out there, right? I think, I think once he ran into the wall, he was just so cautious about not getting hurt again yeah. that I think, it, I think that part of his game 
kind of went away, part of his defensive game. Honestly, if he's in left field, I think he's got a better read of what's around him. I don't think the ball is going to drift toward the foul line as much. It's going to drift the other way, right? It's going to land in between him and Trout. So if he's running to his left, he's going to feel a little bit more secure about that. And the only thing he's got to figure out is the uh, the Plinko machine from The Price is Right yes. that's in the corner. That corner of, is dangerous. Uh, down, down the third baseline at Angel Stadium. That thing bounces around if it gets caught in the corner and then it shoots out past the bullpen. Yeah. He's got to be careful about that and wise about that. So there will probably be a learning curve for Taylor Ward. But man, even from left field, I think that he, he'll be able to make some great plays. Yep. We've seen some of the struggles that Joe Adele had in left field. You and I said all along that he's a better right fielder, but that was Taylor Ward's spot. But now with Hunter Renfro coming in, you might see Taylor Ward uh, do pretty well in left field and not be called upon as much to make those those bang-bang plays from the outfield. Yeah, and it's probably perfect that he's in left field because he did give us GA vibes last season when he was in the outfield, right? Like he was running kind of slow and we're like, what's going on, right? I know he's being cautious. Get on your horse. But truthfully, GA played a great left field, even though we were kind of like, man, are you even hustling out there, right? Yeah. And I mean, he's an Angel Hall of Famer, so I'm not here to bash him. But I think that this actually works out perfect for Ward and it Mm -hmm. might actually help save his body a bit. Now, let's talk about Tyler Anderson. He mm-hmm. is going to slot in that number two spot behind mm-hmm. Otani. And remember, Reed Detmers was there for most of the year. Had a 2.4 wins above replacement. Tyler Anderson comes in after a great season, his his greatest season of his career last year. He had a 4.3 wins above replacement, Let's which means go. that we improve after Otani, John, who had a 9.6 war after mm-hmm. Otani, We've improved almost two war, 1.9 overall. So that move to Tyler Anderson and having him slot in at number two already gives our team two more wins because he's in our starting rotation. You can almost add Tyler Anderson and Reed Detmers together based on that because they're still going to be in the same rotation. You yeah. get you get a, a 6.7 war, and I expect Reed Detmers to improve there as well oh, you know what? Sure. off the top of my head 6.7 I think it was Otani's pitching war and then the rest of his yeah. his war was the hitting war so uh, I could have those backwards but that 6.7 sounds familiar to me yeah so yeah so that's going to be a, a great combination just to have those guys in the start uh, in the starting rotation how about Gio Urshela providing a 3.1 war to the Minnesota Twins last season our second baseman, again, Luis Renjifo, provided 2.4 ward. Nothing wrong with that, especially for Renjifo, who finally had a great breakout season. And even though Urshela will probably play all over the infield, he's still bringing that 3.1 war to the, the Angels. And that's going to be an improvement of 0.7, so almost another game. I imagine that with Urshela playing first base, playing third, and probably a little bit of shortstop as well. Honestly, depth. And, yeah. and somebody's going to have a day off in that out, in that infield every single day of the week, and Urshela is going to be in that person's spot. That's the way right. that I'm, I'm seeing this go down. And who knows? They might even still get a shortstop, so <laughs> we might add some more war to this team. But Urshela certainly brings a lot to the table uh, next season. And here's the good news. We're not losing... Renhifo. We're not losing right. Ray Detmers. We're only right. adding it to the team. So these three players, John, improve our team, wins above replacement, 
10.1 war. Like they mm-hmm. add 10 wins to our team and we're not losing the Detmers and we're not losing the Renhifos and we're not losing right. those players. So the Angels had 73 wins last season with just mm-hmm. adding these three players, John. It gets us to 83 wins. Now remember, mm-hmm. it was... 88 wins, 86 wins. That's right. 86 wins that won the third wildcard spot. So John, we're in the heat of it all of a sudden, and we've only made three moves and we haven't given up a lot. So this is why we should be really, really excited about the decisions that Perry Manassian has been making this off season. Yeah. There's more moves to make, which can add more wins to the win total for the halos. Plus hopefully fingers crossed, knock on wood, Pray to the Lord above you get a full season of Mike Trout and a full season of Anthony Rendon because they're going to contribute significantly to this team if they're here all season long. And yeah, they might have an injury here or there, but you you feel better about who you've got to back them up if they were to have an injury, especially Gio Rochella and third base. If Rendon gets hurt, you're not running out Jack Mayfield. You're not running out. Matt Duffy, you're certainly not running out Jose Rojas because he is now in the uh, the KBO. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. long gone and far away. <laughs> <laughs> so all that to say, it, it, com- combining what we've added plus two, three guys who can stay healthy, even Taylor Ward probably will contribute more than he did last season because once he ran into the wall, he really slumped. He certainly got better at the end of the season and was looking more like the guy he was at the beginning. Yep. But man, I am so excited for what's going to happen next season. All right, Johnny, with these moves... Uh, trading for Hunter and trading for Gio and signing Tyler Anderson. If the Angels don't do anything else, do you think that this puts the Angels in the third wild card spot, the second wild card spot, the first wild card spot, or does this actually give the Angels an opportunity to win the AL West? Now we're assuming everybody stays healthy, as you mentioned last mm-hmm. segment. Mm-hmm. But if the Angels don't do anything else, do you think that they're in contention? for a playoff position or more next season. Yeah, I think that they can be in contention. I mean, if they stop now, they don't do any more additions, which I don't think is the case, and I don't think is something they should do. I think Perry Manassian has a few more tricks up his sleeve. But if they were to stop today, I think you could easily secure the third wild card spot. I don't anticipate another 14-game losing streak that demoralizes the team You don't have to fire your manager. You actually have hitting coaches that are going to help improve the guys who are struggling at the plate. Like people are going to be more hands-on this season. And even if they were to stop today and roll out David Fletcher at shortstop, I know a lot of people are not fans of that move. And it, to me, I'm like, yes, of course the angels should go get, uh, uh, one of the big four star, uh, shortstops because they're out there. Yeah. But it's not the end of the world. If you're rolling out, a David Fletcher and Gio Urshela, Levon Soto, Andrew Velasquez combination out there because you've got good bats all around those guys. We've talked about this before. Disguising a hole in the lineup is easy when you have Otani and Trout and Rendon. You shouldn't do that. You should definitely try to fill all the holes you have with good bats, but at the same time, give David Fletcher a healthy season. 
let's figure out Andrew Velasquez and and not have him switch hit because something was going on there, right? And and so all that to say, I I feel like if the Angels were to stop today and rolled out this projected lineup, and we haven't even talked about Logan Ohapi right. at catcher, that right. could make a big difference as well. I think they could at least get the third wild card spot. They're certainly not going to compete with the AL West and and win the division at this point because the Astros are still on top of that division. It's funny how the punishment didn't really affect the team whatsoever. Uh, and now they're <laughs> still winning and yeah. they're the world series champions, but that's yeah. neither here nor there. I just think that if the angels were to not do anything else, which again, don't do that. Perry Manassian, don't stop making moves. This is a great off season so yep. far. Yep. We've got the winter meetings next week. We're very excited. So surprise us, show us what you're going to do. Work your magic. Let's get one of those three wildcard spots. I think it's so reachable. It's been more reachable than it's ever been, especially with the additions the Angels have made. But what do you think, Mike? I think that this actually does put us in contention for one of those wildcard spots. Obviously, the third one is the closest one that we can get to. But here's mm-hmm. the thing that I really would love to push back on when Angel fans are like, we have to sign this guy, and we got to get that guy, and we got to make this happen, and we got to make that happen. Mm-hmm. We talked about Jeff Fletcher's article in the OC Register mm-hmm. a couple of episodes ago, and one of the things that he mentions in that that I think is so important is that the Angels spent so much time trying to be good by grabbing good players mm-hmm. from other teams. Mm-hmm. And the Angels have good players on their teams. We shared in yesterday's show about all of the pitchers that we have. Like, we have good major league pitchers. We have good minor league pitchers. Like, we we have that, John. And, and let's not forget who David Fletcher actually is. Mm-hmm. I know that we have a bad taste in our mouth because he's been injured and that he broke his hand and then he couldn't hit for a while. <laughs> but there was a, there was a small window last season where we saw David Fletcher be David Fletcher. And then he got hurt again. And then mm-hmm. his, his finger broke. Like and so we we can't allow that stuff to get stuck in our mind. He, and if he, this team he hit two seventy five when he came back, he, right? That's who he is. <laughs> That's who he right? is. Right? And and, and uh, in no way am I comparing him to like a Carlos Correa right. or or to somebody like right. Bogars, but that's the numbers that they're going to put up. Like they're going to be in the 270, 280 range. Right. And I know that they bring superstar talent. And of course, Correa played really well in the playoffs when he was there and Bogarts as well. And so uh, no way am I comparing them, but when you have guys like Trout and Otani on the team, that's the guys that you're relying upon. And it's the small pieces of, of Renfro and Urshela and Anderson that Perry Manassian has went to grab that actually really helps your team. And, it's also the pieces that you have within your organization. John, this is why I've been a huge fan of Levon Soto. I know, mm-hmm. again, it was a small sample size, but that guy showed me that he's a gamer. Yeah. That guy showed me that he wants to go out and get it, right? And and that's why I love Taylor Ward. Taylor Ward ran into a wall, literally, for this <laughs> team last season. And so... I want to see these guys go and get it. I remember the quote from Soto when the Trash Pandas were in the playoffs. They're like, are you you sad you're missing out on being in the playoffs? And he's like, looks around and goes, I'm with the big club. Yeah. Like, I don't majors. care if we're 90 games under 500. I want to be here. So, I just got that 700K payday, baby. <laughs> right. That's nice incentive, right? right? And so the bottom line to all of this is I think these moves have really improved the Angels. I do think that it put them in wild card contention. I know the Astros are going to be really, really tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we've answered all the question marks so far. There's probably another starting pitcher that needs to be added so that we have six spots if they're not going to go in-house with like Griffin Canning or Chase Silseth, Kai Bush, that sort of thing. But 
most of the question marks, especially depth. Remember, depth was our issue. One guy gets hurt, yeah. and then you have nobody behind him yeah. to fill in, and that just crashed our season. And they finally are answering some of those. And it's not like you're not going to see Joe Adele. It's not like you're not going to see Mickey Moniak. Those are the guys who come in when one of the outfielders needs a day off. Right. Or give him a break. you want to give somebody uh, a fourth outfield try. So maybe Moniak starts at the Major League Club. Maybe Joe Adele does. The other one is in AAA. You have resources available, but you're not relying on those backup resources. You've you've answered the questions. You've filled out the question marks. There's not going to be a ton of mystery going into the season. This feels like the first time, other than shortstop, where you know they could still make a move there. Where you're not like, well, you know, if if so and so's really good this season, then and maybe if he looks like this from two years, ago, yes. like we're not doing yeah, that. Right. We're not doing that nonsense. Right. It, it, we've done that too much. In the last couple of years. Oh, you know, maybe Jose Quintana can get back to who he was in the White Sox. Oh, maybe Dylan Bundy. Like, we're not doing that anymore. That's a good voice, <laughs> by the way. We, we have answered. <laughs> thank you. That's who I hear when 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 there's questions. Like High that. nasally. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So, yes, I think that we have our, our questions answered. Still need starting pitching. Still need to figure out what shortstop is going to look like. I anticipate that Perry will answer those going into the winter meetings next week. Well, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen today. Like our mutual friend, our good buddy, RJ, who posted on his Spotify that Locked On Angels was his number one podcast. Let's go. RJ, you complete me. And now for your next listen, check out Locked On Sports Today. They're a great podcast sharing some of the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and of course the take of the day. They're available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. sure to get at us on Twitter at Locked on Angels and of course at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. You can keep up with everything Angels, all things Locked on Angels there. And of course, the best Angels memes around on Super Halo Bros. Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? Well, last season, our offense was the biggest problem and it was also the biggest surprise. We didn't think it would struggle at all, but it did. And tomorrow on Locked on Angels, we're going to talk about how that will change so don't miss that looking forward to that we hope you'll join us again for that conversation until then my name is john and that's my brother mike and my name is mike and that's my brother john that's gonna do it for this episode of locked on angels and we'll see you right back here tomorrow